Massive headache. The Sports Blast has the cure for your Friday night hangover. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird. I have to ask twice. Three hours of sports talk. That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Your call number is 603-883-9900. Text line is 845-827-1250. Continuing with the NFL free agency talk. Free agency kicking off next week, March 9th, the legal tampering period, two days before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot to look at. The Patriots obviously have uh, their biggest priority ahead of them, Dante Hightower, Mark who told the team that he will give them a chance to match any offer he gets on the open market. Yeah, and I, I think that's a sign of loyalty just to show the Patriots, hey, I'm, I really want to stay, but you got to give me some money that I earned. Um, and at the end of the day, there's going to be teams that are going to be throwing at least $11, $12, 13000000 million per year his way, and he's going to say, hey, here, Bill, that's what I got from the teams. You have to present something similar or something that's furthermore. Well, and Patri- that, that won't be it. The Patriots have money to spend, though. They've got money to play with, like $60 million or something like that. But they don't like to do it. They don't like to throw a lot of money at one player. Like They like to share the wealth. Yeah, uh, they do, but I think that that's one guy that you definitely have to bring. Because look at Luke Keekley. Like, Luke Keekley's making $12.3 million, right? right. So if, if you get a contract, for, if you get Hightower at about 12 or 13, that's fine. Do it. I mean, look, the guy has played a major role in not one, but two of your Super Bowl wins. Super Bowl 49, he stops Marshawn Lynch at the one. Yeah, and then which they throw ultimately, it. And then they throw it and Malcolm Butler picks <laughs> it off. He had a huge strip sack in Super Bowl 51 on Matt Ryan. Yeah, the one knock against Dante Hightower is can he stay healthy? Can he play 16 games? That is the one problem with this guy. So what is that he gets hurt? Lace his contract with incentives? Sure, uh, but what if he gets a contract that's not laced with incentives yeah, and wouldn't. stuff like that? Well, those clauses. I mean, if it's the same amount and he thinks he can stay on the field with the incentives, you know. That's the I thing. He probably knows that he's only going to be playing 13, 12, You can't 13, know exactly. that. I, I think, Unless um, you're Clay Buckles, you can't know that. I think $12 <laughs> million will will be his limit on the market, to be honest. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, you can't lose Jamie Collins. You can't lose Chandler Jones, and you can't lose Dante Hightower. The plan was All, to always keep two out of the three, and they lost two out of those three. Right, and and if, and if they lose another one, it's going to be very impactful. I mean, you're going to have to fulfill his shoes with somebody else. And, of course, Bill Belichick always finds somebody to do that. But it also takes like the, the development of the player. You have to look at the development, the progression of what Dante Hightower has become with the Patriots. And he's became a, a really good elite you know, linebacker when he's healthy. And that's the, that's the thing. When he's healthy, it, it, that's the biggest question. When, when can he stay on the field? How many games can he play per season? So, you know, I see Brian shaking his head. He doesn't think, think that. But I think when he is healthy, he is one of the best Mike guys in the league. Oh, of course. I, mean, I agree with that. I was shaking my head at something. Oh. But, but, you look, but you look at a guy like Malcolm Butler who hasn't missed a game in his professional career. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you see the difference there. That's something that actually makes a huge difference is those four games, that difference right there, because Dante Hightower, 13 games played last year. Yeah, but 12 before that, 12 before that. In his entire career, which spans five seasons, Hmm. he's played a 16-game regular season just once. But what what does that play a factor to? That plays a factor on the Patriots' side. Other teams don't care because other teams are desperate. They they want to go after a guy that can, you know, fulfill that linebacking core. I I get it, but... there's a market value. There's always a market value. And the market value to this guy is, you know, 10, 11, 12 million dollars. And if a team's willing to throw that money out there, there's no way in hell that Bill Belichick is going to give that kind of money to Hightower. Well, I just don't see it. it. They offered him a $10 million per year contract uh, before last season. Right. Uh, so, I mean, if it's not that far off, it's 11. I feel like. Belichick would be like, all right, maybe I can do that. Well, what if a team's willing to go 13? No one's going 13 because no one's going above Luke Keekley because Luke Keekley's well, on thing, a whole other level. Y- yeah, but that's not how the market works. That, ha- guy, that is how the market works. There's always a guy that's going to know. surpass a guy, set the market. That's the thing. That's Matthew I've said, Stafford. I've, yeah, I've said this before. That yes, but Hightower will, isn't the guy to 
reset the. We market. don't know that though. We I don't. don't know. I don't. We're think saying that is. today. Next week we'll be like, oh my god, Dante Hightower sets Cleveland, the record. Yeah, yeah I don't, Cleveland Browns give them. You yeah, know, yeah, that's the thing. The <laughs> him NFL, and Jimmy Collins. <laughs> the NFL Back again. Actually, not even the NFL. Every sport, every year, there's going to be a guy, a superstar, who feels he's underpaid after he just a year or two before. Gronk set is going to be the next one for tight ends. Sure. Because what happens is a guy sets the market, and then a year or two later, a new guy comes in and surpasses it. And then the guy's like, what the hell? I, you know, it, it always happens. What? You're always going to be underpaid yeah. because that next guy is always going to come in and surpass you. I just so you're never happy. Don't think, uh, I think people know that Dante Hightower is not as good as Keekly, so they're going to give him a less. Yeah, but less that's, not how, that's, that's, that's not, not true, That's not Brian. how it works, though. That's yeah, he might, he might not be as good, at, you know, he might not be an all pro like Luke Keekly. But no, I'll, I'll give Luke Kinkley can actually yeah. cover um, uh, passes out of the backfield. He, he's he's a freak of nature at the inside actually, linebacker. Was Hightower, Hightower was all pro this year, wasn't he? Uh, I I don't believe. I don't know. I, I'll have to look that. I think Hightower yeah. actually was, but yeah, but, he's not, but the, my point is he's not on the same caliber as Luke Keekley. No. no, he's not on the same level as Luke Keekley. Because Luke uh, Luke Keekley can actually cover out of passes but teams don't look at that brian yes he, he was second team teams all honestly don't look at that they you don't know, look you, at you, pass you, coverage you, oh well hold on you know what teams look at teams look at dante hightower making that sack fumble that's mm-hmm. what teams are looking at and, the and they're big saying plays in the in the moments that matter yeah that's worth 13 14 I mean, if dante hightower doesn't stop marshawn lynch they lose super bowl 49 if dante hightower doesn't make that strip sack on matt ryan but then they also 51, look at his they end up losing that injury game as well. history and be like Ooh. sure the, that's the one knock on dante hightower as a player i mean he's improved as a guy that, that drops into coverage because that was something that he really struggled with early he still on. struggles with it he still struggled with it but he's he's improved at that he's a good run stopper he's yes. a good wrap-up tackler he can get after the quarterback as we've seen yeah his one weakness other than staying healthy is dropping in the coverage but most linebackers aren't that adept at that but that's not their primary job right but yeah that is something that he tends to struggle with but overall he is easily a top five linebacker in the league but a saying that comes to my mind with free agents is what have you done for me lately like what can you bring uh, uh, you know to my team that no other player can and Dante Hightower is the hot commodity in the, the linebacking position right now in the free agent market, arguably. Um, and I, I think he is going to get a lot of money on the market, whether that's the Cleveland Browns, whether that's a team really looking to you know stock up their defense. You know, Taking the chance of Hightower is really within their, their um, wheelhouse. So I don't think it's out of question to say that Dante Hightower could get 13 to $14 million per year and the Patriots back out from it because they want to either extend Malcolm Butler or they want to go out and get guys that can fulfill you know, the absence of Chris Long now. I mean, Logan Ryan. There, there's players out there that they're going to have to either re-sign or go after another player to you know, fill that stock. So I, I just don't think it's out of question to say that Dante Hightower will not go elsewhere. I think he might. But don't say that the Patriots don't ever pay guys. I mean, yeah, Bill Belichick's history is that he will let guys walk, but that's usually paid? when they're at the end of their prime. But Who thirteen, fourteen, fifteen million dollars. Who have they paid? Uh, they gave Vince Wilfork a contract when they let Rich, Richard Seymour go. Um, come back to me. There, there, there have been guys. Like again, Bill Belichick in his history is not a guy that's going to be doling out money left and right. But they have paid guys. I mean, they gave Gronk and, and they, they do have extension. To, they do have a lot of flexibility with the cap this year they, they're way they got money to spend and right gronk they gave a massive contract they uh, uh i think vince wolfork way back when when richard seymour left um you know at one point they made tom brady the highest paid quarterback ever before he adjusted his contract to free up a little bit more space so they have handed out contracts in the past granted yes it doesn't happen that often but when you have playmakers like dante hightower you can't just Wag your finger and be like, "Oh no, we we're not we're not paying you." Well, this there's got to be a sense of urgency. This with This isn't an Asante Samuel situation. This isn't a Ty Law situation. As much as I love Ty Law growing up, he was nearing the end of his prime when yeah. they let him go. Lawyer Malloy also getting Mankins. close to the end of his prime. Logan Mankins, Dante Hightower, smack dab right in the middle of his or, prime, or just touching so the surface. There's a little bit of a difference between Hightower here and those guys. Yeah, and I I think that you know Hightower should be on the top of the Patriots list right now, even before Malcolm Butler. Because I, I think when you look at the Patriots, how they're built, they've always been a, about, you know, the the front seven really getting after the quarterback and then being conservative with the secondary. Now that they have Malcolm Butler, you know, shut down corner, they really have flexibility in, in, in that regard. But now since Chris Long's gone, 
Um, they're going to have to find another guy to, you know, definitely respectfully f- fulfill his position. But when it comes to Dante Hightower in his value to the Patriots, it's got to be through the roof. And the reason why I say that is because you don't want to lose Jamie Collins, Chandler Jones, and Dante Hightower over money. I think at the end of the day, I think Bill and uh, Bob Kraft really need to push it and say, we got to get this done. We have to have his John Hancock on that contract because if not, we're going to lose a viable piece to our puzzle for the defense moving forward. So it's going to be really a strategic and prominent, you know, position for Bill Belichick to really, you know, set the market. Of course, go, go high tower, go get your market. Okay. Then come back to me with offers and then we'll discuss and we'll also break down and evaluate your talent compared to what the team's talent is like, what, what, what the other teams think of you. So I think it comes down to value for the Patriots uh, versus value to the other teams. And the value of the Patriots is they can't lose this guy because they already lost two other prominent players through trades and free agency. Because that was always the plan. Go back and, and listen to what we were saying at the time. We said, okay, when it comes time for these guys to all be free agents at the same time or roughly at the same time, who are the two that you keep? And we all agreed. You let Chandler Jones go. You keep Jamie Collins and uh, Dante Hightower. Collins is gone now too. So now it becomes, okay, you can keep Dante Hightower because that was pretty much the plan all along. And now you can also keep Malcolm Butler. Yeah, extend so, Malcolm Butler. Again, yes. you have money to, to spend. And as Brian was saying, they don't, the Patriots have a pattern of not giving one guy too much money. They like to spread it around across all positions. But if you let Hightower well, I, I go, said who share else the do you wealth. Have? I said share the wealth because... Like, like you said, you can't lose this guy. You can't lose other pieces. And, and so there's not much out there in the free agent market, one. There's because not. there's a lot of teams just tagging players left and right. Like the Steelers tagged Le'Veon Bell. Um, you know, I, I think Jamal Charles may get a tag from the Chiefs or he might go to the Eagles. He got released. I, I know. Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> the Chiefs can still offer him the tag even if they want it. No, the tag deadline already ended. Oh, it did? Yeah, it closed on Wednesday. Oh, it did. All right, well, I missed that, I missed that deadline. <laughs> but, yeah, but the thing is, like, I mean, it, let's not, say Dante Hightower leaves, right? Yeah. Who's, who's, is it going to be a Landon Roberts? Yes. Barkevius Mingo? Most yeah. likely. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, How Van do you feel Noy. About that? Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy. Is he still under contract with the Patriots? Is he a free agent? I'm not I sure about that. I don't know. But, I, I, but the I point is, is, like, you know. There's not much out there. Yeah. So your, your uh, I guess, alternative is going after a, a guy maybe – you know that that's a, a veteran player. Like you're, you're gonna have to figure out, you know what what value Dante Hightower is to that team. And, and Bill, if you if you're looking at his contract, and it's thirteen fourteen million dollars, why not give him the extra money? I, I don't I don't see it being a problem if he's gonna bring you the impact they did this year. Injuries is a, a very um, you know considering point. If, if they give him a signing bonus and not it actually be thirteen million a year, I feel like the Patriots would. Be okay well, yeah, that. because they're more concerned about the cap hit. So if you put a lot of that in a signing bonus, which, as we all know, gets prorated over the length of the contract, that'll bring down his cap hits. Well, you got to give him a $5 million signing bonus and then... Ten. Ten? Well, over the over how much time? Yeah, Let's how much time are you talking? Five years. So it's going to be a $2 million hit every year for, yeah. just for the signing bonus. And then a base salary of what, like another four... I mean, that, that math doesn't really add up, though, because... It doesn't. I mean, he no, and then his base salary would be ten or or nine every we'll year. It. Yeah, every year. So it would be, so it'd be a five. So it would be five eleven year, million. So four, it would be an eleven million dollar cap hit every year. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like five year, forty five million dollars with a ten million dollar signing upfront. bonus, and the signing bonus you get upfront. Yes. Yep. Guaranteed. And, and I can see that happening, but and I do agree, Brian, because that's a great point where teams have that flexibility. Well, um, the Patriots have a lot of cap room. They haven't spent money in years. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and, and I realize that. But what I'm saying is that might be appealing to Hightower because no other team can really do that. Right. And if the Patriots do offer that, which I highly $10 doubt million dollars they up front. will. And just, $10 just million for the record, Barkevius Mingo is also a free agent. Well, yeah, but he won't be expensive. But Kyle Van Noy. So it's like is, Mingo could leave too. Yeah. That's no, fine. He's Cleveland. No, but <laughs> the, the the Patriots are going to have to fill positions left and right anyway. There's guys coming off the books. Right. So you're going to have to make a move. Yeah, you need a running back. Yeah. And I think the draft will be you know, Yeah, I was just going to say they do have the draft. Role, so. so that's the thing. And I, I alluded to this a little while ago. Um, if they trade Jimmy Garoppolo for, uh, let's say they do get a first-round pick for the, Jimmy Garoppolo. The 12th pick. 
Use that to draft uh, Dante Hightower's replacement if he leaves. Yeah, you could do that. And I haven't I c- looked at the draft. I haven't seen the top linebackers, but get whoever's there. <laughs> I was yeah. just saying, if there's a top a linebacker that fits answer. your system, <laughs> I'm just saying, what else is your option? I, I don't I don't evaluate any college football Yeah, players. I don't ev- I'm, I'm not sitting here watching college football games. I'm I just go in blindfold. You, you watch Dante the combat, though. Yeah, because those guys are almost NFL players. They're they're about to be in a month or so. so yeah, those are the players well, Char- you need to watch. Charlton, who is a defensive end for Michigan, University of Michigan, um, he's a really good defensive end. He's named after a town? Charlton. <laughs> Charlton. <laughs> Not Charleston. Not Charleston. Um, so I think I feel like there's a town named Charleston, Charleston or Charlestown. So I, I, I think Charlton. <laughs> Which isn't even a town. It's a neighborhood of Boston, but okay. My my point is, I think Charlton can come in and maybe have an impact on the defensive end since they lost Chris Long, mm-hmm. and if they lose Dante Hightower, they're gonna have to definitely bring that pass rush coming from different angles. So, I think at the end of the day, they're gonna have to evaluate Dante Hightower the right way because if they don't, they let him go, you're gonna lose three viable players of your your core, and that that's not a good sign for the Patriots, you know, for the future. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. The Celtics beat the Cavs earlier this week. Yes, they did. Do we feel better about the Celtics now? A little bit. Here a little bit. All right. We'll talk about that next. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hi, I'm John Sakata. Did you know that chronic hepatitis C affects approximately 1 million Hispanic Americans? I'm visiting my father today who's part of that statistic. And while not every story is the same, I'd like to tell you his. Such a proud man, old-fashioned, the provider, hardworking man. Stay strong, be silent. But this disease is just as silent. He lived with it for at least 20 years and never mentioned how sick he was getting. Never talked over any of the options with his doctor. If I'd have known more about chronic hepatitis C, I could have encouraged him to take action sooner. Then maybe I'd be visiting him at home instead of here at the cemetery. If you still think there's strength in silence, think again. Please talk to your doctor about your options and learn more at tuneintohepc.com. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave. But unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. After visiting Dr. James Andrews yesterday, David Price got some good news. It appears he will not need to undergo Tommy John surgery. He visited Dr. Andrews in Indianapolis. After first feeling soreness in his pitching elbow on Wednesday, David Price was originally set to make his spring debut tomorrow, but the Red Sox will shut him down for the next 7 to 10 days and then reevaluate him after that. 
The Sox will take on the Pittsburgh Pirates at Lecom Park. Lecom Park, excuse me. Today it'll be Hector Velasquez for the Sox taking on Chad Kolf. First pitch is at 105. We'll provide you updates once the game starts. The Celtics have the night off today after thrashing the Los Angeles Lakers 115-95 at Staples last night. They'll take on the Phoenix Suns in the second game of the five-game West Coast swing tomorrow at 5 p.m. The Bruins are back in action tonight, looking to make it eight wins in their last ten. They'll be taking on the New Jersey Devils at the Garden. Puck drop is at seven. And after eight seasons, Sebastian Ballmer's time in New England has come to an end. The team released the veteran right tackle yesterday, clearing up roughly $1.7 million in cap space. Ballmer missed the entire 2016 season due to shoulder and hip injuries. Those are your Blaster Weekend updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com in the ESPN Radio app and check us out on TuneIn. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. Back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPN NH Radio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, and Mark Lazell taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. No Dave Pollard today. Your call number is 603-883-9900. The text line is 845-827-1250. Let's get into the Celtics beating the Cavs at the Garden on Wednesday night. This is such a weird song to play for the Celtics. Interesting song choice, but... They're I always, back! I always, They're back! Yeah, but I always think of, like, the Red Sox yeah, for It's this more song. of a baseball song, but... Yeah. Dropkick Murphys, though. But, hey, Celtics beating the Cavs. Statement win. Going yeah. to L.A. on the road now. I know L.A. sucks, but still, anytime you go to the West Coast and get a road win, I'll take it, Brian. Don't make that face at me. I'll take a win on the road. <laughs> the Lakers weren't even trying. Yeah. I know. That I was know. A- they're tanking. Still. The, the, the Cavs? They're, they're looking good. They're looking good. They've won 14 w- of the last That would be like games. us playing a bunch of five-year-olds in basketball. Oh, they're going to say in the sports radio game. I was like, sports. You know, five-year-olds could probably beat us in sports radio. No, no. I'm talking pick-up basketball. Uh, we'd probably still lose that against five-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, five-year-olds who can't yeah, even five. shoot the ball. Well, pi- pi- how, how good hold on, they? hold on. They're not good. <laughs> You're saying pick up basketball, right? <laughs> I mean, Mark would just I see, dunk I've on. Seen, them. Come seen, on. I see some good five-year-olds in my day. If, They're pretty good. If none of you listeners know how tall I am, I'm like six four, six five. Can dominate the paint. Just feed me in the post. I'll beast on them. <laughs> we'll win by twenty, easy. But listen, guys, the Celtics win. Take it with a grain of salt with the Cavs. Okay. It's the regular season. No Kevin Love. No Kevin Love. All right. Yeah, Avery Bradley bodied it, Kyrie Irving. Though. That was yeah. That was a great defensive play. And two, it, two on two on two out of three trips he bodied him. It's it's in the garden. Okay. So at the end of the day, will the Celtics give a fight for the Cavs if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe. Sure. <laughs> Possibly. Might go six. Let's just not get our hopes up here. It was a great win against a great team. You know, a team that's on the you know the top of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, wow! Keep your expectations even kill people. Yeah. I they, mean, they haven't won a play- such a buzzkill. They haven't well, won I, a playoff series yet. Look at the social media and Twitter. Everybody's like, "Oh, Celtics going in the you know uh, the NBA championship because they won no against the Cleveland Cavs." Saying that they, they beat the Cavs, it was a statement there. win. It was a statement that hey, we belong in the East. We they still only have discussion. their two and eight against uh, against the top teams in the league. And, uh, Ashish, did you watch two and eight? Did you watch the game? I did. It was twenty four to twenty. In the first, at the end of the first quarter, okay, and then at halftime, after halftime, the third quarter through the fi- the the final you know quarter of the game, fourth quarter, it was amazing to watch. But yeah. the first half was like awful to watch. I don't know if you ever like seen those turnovers before. Awful defense. LeBron James hogging the ball, triple double. It was uh, you got Derek Williams shooting threes in the corner at the Garden. Like who wants to see that happen? It's gross. Like I, I think the battle between Isaiah Thomas and LeBron James in that fourth quarter was immensely entertaining. But at the end of the day, let, let's keep our heads on right and not get too overwhelmed. What do you guys think I'm saying? Again, those green eyes, Ashish. Again, those green eyes. I don't wear the green goggles the way you do. <laughs> You're the green what? lantern. What right are you now. talking about? I, 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 you could be highly optimistic about the Celtics. I, I, I said they need to win a playoff series, though. Ashish, you're the green lantern right now. Yeah. Okay, let, let's keep it. Let's keep it on a down low. I here. think the Celtics are going to beat the Warriors in the NBA Finals. No, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't go that far. All right, that's <laughs> uh, we can cut that. It's on record. Yeah, we it's can. On we can cut no, that. Listen, guys, just because they beat the Cavs. 
doesn't mean crap. I don't think they're getting past Cleveland in the East. I don't think it's happening. No, they, I, I don't either. I, do but I think that they can win two rounds to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals? Hell yeah! They need to win a round Hell first. Yeah. They got to win one round. At I least. think this is the year they can do it. I really? We've been saying that year. for the past two years. What, we we what, haven't seen it last year. The year before, it's like yeah. yeah like, I mean, the first look, the first year of uh, Brad's team is making the playoffs. They matched up against Cleveland in the first round. Yeah. I mean, you, can you really blame them for losing to Cleveland in that first you round? Didn't, they didn't give a fight. Yeah, yeah, they got they, swept. And last year they yeah. didn't well, they, really they did. give Kelly a fight. Olenek, Kelly Olynyk injured Kevin Love, so they did give somewhat of a fight. But <laughs> but the thing is, you can't really count that. And last year they didn't really give a fight. They, they, no, last year was pathetic. Yeah. But you really can't look at that first year of Brad Stevens making the playoffs and say, oh, they didn't win a playoffs. Dude, they played the Cavs. Do I think the Celtics The Cavs went to the finals that year. Do I think the Celtics will win a playoff series? Yes. Do I think they'll, they'll go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Do I think they'll win the Eastern Conference Finals? No. No one does. Hell I no. don't think that. You're just, I don't there's think people that. out there, though, to say I that. I don't think that they will beat the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. If they finals. beat the Warriors in a, in a few games. Well, what do you what do you think? I will be very excited, but again, keep in mind the Warriors are KDless, awful right now. They, yeah. they can't shoot. You know, Curry and Clay Thompson. All the Warriors, man. Yeah, but Clay and Thompson are. I mean, not Clay and Thompson. Clay, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson and, and Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah, they're both shooting. They're they're awful. playing pretty bad, and the reason why is because they're used to Kevin Durant, you know, playing really Alleve- well for yeah, them, alleviating some of that pressure. Exactly, and but. Yo, let's not get it twisted here, okay? I like the development of the Celtics. I think the win has something to build off of, especially playing with a you know five game road uh, West Coast trip. Um, but I mean, you're playing the Lakers, you're playing the Phoenix Suns, you're playing the Clippers. I mean, these teams are really you know not that nuggets. great. Yeah, but uh, they're still. I mean, look, you're playing. Okay, Phoenix is uh, not Awful. a playoff team. They suck. <laughs> Clippers are a playoff team. Warriors are a playoff Clippers team. Clippers are yeah. terrible right Clippers now. Clippers are, are still, atrocious right You're now. playing three teams on the road in the West that are playoff teams. The Nuggets, you should win that, but they're still technically a playoff They're the eighth seed, correct? Yes, in the West. In the they're West. still a playoff aren't they, team. Aren't they below 500? They're still a playoff team. Close you're playing it. three playoff teams in the Western Conference Ooh. on the road. All right, so that should give you a good indication of how good oh you can be. Oh my! Well, let's pump, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Because the 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 talent in the East is nothing compared to the West. Okay. But even in the NBA, um, right now there's really like no team that's just really hot right now. You know, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was yes, the Wizards, but it, they've cooled off. They cooled off, but no, that's a great point. I think the Wizards are a great team. Um, and the Warriors, you know, those teams are just above all the others. So. I, I think at the end of the day, beating the, 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 the top of the East, you know, is is a good sign because you have something to build off of and you're actually beating Toronto, you're yeah. beating the Wizards it, for the number two spot. And and you're catching the Warriors at a bad time. They just lost um back to back games for the first time in like hundred and forty six games. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> that <laughs> that streak is insane. But so you're you're you might be catching them at uh a downtime. Uh, yeah, a good time to really, you know, put put another level to it. Um, though, though Curry might like regain his MVP form with KD out, which is scary. I, I want to talk about what excites me the most, game in and game out. Jalen Brown. It's Jalen Brown. <laughs> oh my God, he was fantastic last night. Uh, but it, it's 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 his grit. It's his mentality. It's just his to- ability to rebound. Unlike you, the person you played a max contract for, who a few games ago played twenty three minutes, had two rebounds. Al Horford. Al Horford. I think he had <sighs> what seven field goals in that game or something. Well, like no, that. but like two rebounds for well, a guy yeah. of his caliber. Uh, he's, he's not really a rebounder, but two he, rebounds. He Al like Horford five or six. Isaiah Thomas had four. Uh, was leading the team the other day with four rebounds at the half. Yeah, Avery Bradley's going to start leading this team again in rebounds. Well, that's like how it should be the entire year. <laughs> so, um, not that uh, not go, that's how it should be, but going back to Jalen Brown, I, I think it's. You know, it's great that the Celtics are winning. You know, you got Brad Stevens coaching his team. But anytime, you know, you have like a superstar caliber player that's in progression in Jalen Brown, I feel like this kid has what it takes to really become an elite player. And the reason why I say that is he's not afraid of the moment. You know, look, look at him guarding LeBron. You know, he, he did a pretty good job. I'm not saying he did a great job, but when his assignment was at in play, he definitely brought it. And from a standpoint of, you know, not being scared to shoot the ball, not being scared to, you know, have a little aggression towards the basket, you're seeing 
flashy plays out of this guy. And everybody's like comparing him to you know the Gerald Green of you know the old or Jeff Green. And Ew. I, I just don't see that. No, I see more than that. His athletic ability, his ball handling skills are much better. Did you did you see that dunk in the? I think it was the second quarter where yeah, last night's game. Yeah, where he. Dribble drove, and then he saw that there was an opening for him to get up, and he just slammed it home. Well, I'll give you a perfect example of his athletic ability. Avery Bradley threw an awful pass towards the basket. It was way behind Jalen. But Jalen caught it, and he literally threw it up like a layup. He was playing yeah. with gravity. It's crazy, his this ability. Kid, yeah, he's got freakish athleticism, and that's why I, you know, I, I would hesitate to move on from him in a trade because I think this guy has the potential to be really good, and we didn't really even realize Let's that. Let's not get until into trade started- talk. Right. The, the, the trade deadline's long and No, past. I'm just saying that that's something that we have talked about this offseason mm-hmm. is that Jalen Brown could be included in a package for a guy like Paul George. I just don't want to see Jalen Brown now after seeing what he can do after he's getting the minutes after Avery Bradley went down for whatever it was, 15 games? Yeah, and if I'm the Celtics, I'm taking Jay Crowder out of the starting lineup, putting yeah. having him come off the bench with Marcus Smart. He shouldn't be in the starting lineup. Because they could be a two-headed monster because they, they just have that like mentality just not to give up. It's yeah. crazy. Like against the Cavaliers, Marcus Smart, you know, um, committing, um, you know, charges for oh, the Cavs. Gaining those charges was huge. A, oh yeah, it it really helped them like take that lead. Oh, it's big momentum, and, and he said it perfectly. He didn't flop. He, he's he's toned down his flopping. And I think the Thank beauty, I think, <laughs> I, I think the beauty of Jay Crowder is his timing with everything. Mm-hmm. He's not a consistent player, but when his timing's on point, when it comes to like you know being in the moment, it it, it is he, crazy like he, how he just gets into it he, right away. He gets Jay a lot Cro- of those clutch shots. Yeah, like, at true. The end but of Jay games. Crowder is a bench player masquerading as a starter. But that's what I'm saying. Have him come off the yeah. bench and play. Big minutes, With, and then have Jalen yeah. Brown progress as a starter. Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, next year Jalen Brown's going to be in the starting lineup. I, I agree with you. I'm, I think Jay Crowder should be like your Eddie House type, I, the guy that comes in and gets like 25 minutes yeah. off the bench. I'm ju- I'm just glad that Marcus Smart finally cut his hair. Yeah, <laughs> what does that have to do? With I don't know. I just didn't it's like a different his look. Hair. It's a different look. He's, but I think he's playing better without it. He just looks more mature. Yes, I, guess. I think yeah. it's smart for the Celtics management to get ahead of the curb and say Jalen. Now's your time to shine. We're going to give you the reins moving forward to play the starting lineup. And, and I think that's the best move to make. And I'm telling you right now, if Al Horford doesn't step up, I'd be having his ass come off the bench too. Because I think Jordan Mickey can actually come in and play a bigger role than Al Horford is. I'm sorry. At least on the but boards. Al Horford is just ugly right now. Mm-hmm. He should. He doesn't even. If he was playing on a high school roster right now, he would have got benched or cut from the team. So I, I, he just said to have it in him. He, he's really like a soft player, and I hate to say it, but he is. You know, he just doesn't have that you know tough, gritty yeah. nastiness. Well, to that's him. because he's good at a lot of things. He can rebound well. He he's can shoot well. He average. can defend. He's average at everything. Right. He he he's good at everything. He but doesn't not, excel at right. any one particular. Right, but thing he's good at everything. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, the Celtics got to make their free throws. Uh, they they missed a ton of free throws against the Cavaliers. Well, I think Isaiah and Thomas they missed, missed like five or uh, six. And that's well, that's uh, no, he missed four. Well, either way, I mean, he's a ninety percent right. free throw shooter. He's one of the top in the in the NBA, top three. Right. Well, let's see. Uh, free throw shooting is a weird animal. I, I think it's a weird. It, stat. It, it's contagious. Yeah. Like if you're all shooting well, I feel like all of them goes in and you well, shoot. It's all like, mental. Right. And it's all if. Mental. Everyone starts to miss them, then you're like, oh, uh, that means probably everyone's going to miss them. Yeah, and they, sh- they shouldn't be called free throws because they're actually not free. Like, I know there's nobody in front of you, but, I mean, from a mental standpoint, it's like kicking a field goal. Right. It's, you have to have your head into that basket because if not, you're, you're going to have distractions. People like saying, oh, you suck and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> you got to black that out. That's why you're, I, you're in a basketball you, gym. You're shooting shots. You, gr- you grab the ball and be like, no, you suck, and then hit the free throw. But I do think it's a problem with Isaiah Thomas really, you know, not not stepping up in that standpoint because that's what's going to be a part of his entire game. Well, he hit the clutch ones at the end. He did. He missed and a couple early in the fourth. That's that's what it was. He missed, I think he missed three straight. Yeah, three straight. And you you can't do that because no. those are points that you need. Um, but Isaiah Thomas really brought the entire game. Besides that, so I mean, there's nothing really to decline his game about, but. Um, looking at LeBron James and you know his performance, man, that guy's a beast. He's a monster. 
um, at the end of the day, he'll definitely go down as one of the greats of all time. Um, and I've been having this discussion with, you know, MJ versus LeBron. They're two different players, two different eras, two different categories. So there's really no comparison to it. Two different but don't um, forget Kyrie Irving. personalities. Don't forget Kyrie Irving. Kyrie had 43 Please. last night. He, I mean, he was he was a beast in that game. Even though he missed that last shot, he re- did. You see the reverse layup that he had? I mean, he may look like yeah. he was just playing like practice, right? Like he literally just crossed over from the right, went to the left on the other side of the rim, and just laid it up with yeah. ease. Cavs as a whole dominated last night, twenty five threes or something as a team. Yeah, oh, he, uh, NBA record. Yep. I'm telling you right now, the Warriors better be scared. I was going to say, the Cavs have suddenly turned into the Golden State Warriors. Better be scared. Yeah, they better be scared. Well, that's because they added Corver. Darren Williams. He's a three-point shooter. Darren Williams is a great backup for Kyrie. You got – no, I I think he is. He's kind of washed up. Darren Williams. He's kind of washed up. But he'd be in the starting lineup anywhere else. Well, yeah. Maybe. The the Dallas Mavericks only did it because they want to bring in Yogi. I hate that, though. That guy's like become free agents. Andrew Bogut, yeah. Darren Williams. Where do you want to go? Oh, it's down to uh, Golden Cleveland State or Golden Cleveland. State. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, Are you serious? You can make up your mind. You, like, oh, you, th- this is literally the definition, again, of hitching your wagon. It's called free agents for a reason. It's, it's called win a championship. Yeah, and, and when you're uh, Andrew Bogut, I mean, you're nowhere in the starting lineup in general anywhere right. else. So where am I going to go? He, he, I mean, he, just he wants, might have been in the yeah, he, he might have been in the Celtics he, starting lineup possibly. But he just wants two minutes a night to win a wing, ring. You know, yeah. They, if he wants to do and that, even if he they're can not sit and like it. highly involved in it, they just kind of want to go along for the ride. They want to be there when it's the NBA Finals, the bright lights. They just kind of want to be there. Right. Well, look at Adam Morrison. I mean, he won two championships by sitting on the bench. Exactly, being, but you know what? He's smart enough to know that he doesn't deserve to be even playing in the NBA because he was one of the well, biggest yeah, busts in NBA But now he history. can hawk that ring for me. Exactly. So she, she has more the money. <laughs> he's got it. He's got the ring uh, with his name on it. So. He, he has more money than all of us combined, and he has two rings. So Still doesn't At fix the that the stupid day. haircut he had. No, the mustache is pretty, oh, uh, pretty sick, worse. though. The college basketball, everybody knows Adam Morrison because of college basketball. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga. You know, big shooter, number thirty-five. I can remember like it was yesterday. So Zags, he was a good player, but what is it? Sometimes it doesn't translate to the NBA. Mm. But I'll tell you what does translate to the NBA: having money? star power oh. and money. Money, and that's Cleveland <laughs> Cavaliers right now. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Twelve fifty, ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Pat's Peak Ski Area, a great family-friendly mountain with something for everyone, including day and night skiing, snowboarding, snow tubing, and a special pop. Pay one price program on Saturday nights. Head to Pat's Peak on Saturday nights for one low price from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. for skiing, snowboarding, tubing, rentals, lesson tips, and entertainment. Pat's Peak is one of the largest night skiing areas in all of northern New England and one of New Hampshire's most accessible learn-to-ski and snowboard mountains. Bring your family and your friends, whatever your age or ability level. You'll love Pat's Peak. For the latest info, go to patspeak.com. That's patspeak.com. Pat's Peak Ski Area in Henniker, New Hampshire. Pat's Peak, Southern New Hampshire's premier ski and snowboard mountain, is 100% open with day and night skiing and riding. Pat's Peak offers something for everyone in the family, whether it be skiing, snowboarding, or tubing. For the latest information on conditions, photos, videos, and events, go to patspeak.com. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Changes in Washington are not only affecting the nation's economy, but your family's as well. Quicken Loans can show you how to take advantage of a cash-out refinance to pay off credit card debt or invest in home improvements. In fact, you may be able to eliminate private mortgage insurance. No matter what's happening in Washington, it's always a smart move to call us at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Experience the confidence that comes from working with a mortgage partner that has your best interest in mind. For seven years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the third year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN today or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030. 
Radio and television have been part of your daily life for as long as you can remember, so why not make a career out of it? Visit NHAB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters, to learn more about over-the-air broadcasting. Interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Whether it be on the air or behind the scenes, many Granite State stations are looking for motivated people just like you. Visit our online job bank at NHAB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for potential employers. You can also access a list of upcoming job fairs in New Hampshire as well as NHAB-sponsored events. Students, if you're studying over-the-air broadcasting, apply for the NHAB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships at local stations. It's easy to navigate, full of useful resources, and it's only a click away. NHAB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. No Tommy John surgery for David Price. The lefty visited Dr. James Andrews in Indianapolis yesterday after first feeling soreness in his pitching elbow on Wednesday. He was originally set to make his spring debut tomorrow, but the Red Sox will shut him down for 7 to 10 days and then reevaluate him. The Sox take on the Pittsburgh Pirates today at Lecom Park. It'll be Hector Velasquez for the Sox taking on Chad Cole. First pitches at 105 will provide you with updates once the game starts. The Celtics have the night off today after thrashing the Lakers 115-95 at the Staples Center last night. They'll take on the Phoenix Suns in the second game of a five-game West Coast swing tomorrow at 5 p.m. The Bruins are back in action tonight looking at to make it eight wins in their last ten. They'll be taking on the New Jersey Devils at the Garden. Puck drop is at seven. And Sebastian Ballmer has been released by the New England Patriots. It, that will clear up $1.7 million in cap space. Ballmer missed the entire 2016 season due to a shoulder and hip injury. Those blast, That's your Blaster Weekend update. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com and the ESPN Radio app. And check us out on TuneIn. Obviously, Sharma, don't go anywhere. The Sports Plus continues right now. The Sports Blast, every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm sorry for that uh, sloppy update there. Brian was doing his best to distract me. Yeah, what was with the waving? I was just saying, trying to get Mark's attention. Oh, really? You got to black yeah. out the noise. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I'm not as good as, as uh, Dave is at just ignoring everyone during my He's updates. not that good either. We're I slipped up a couple <laughs> times because I kept looking at Brian, and he was like waving at me. I was like, what, what, what's going on here? But we're actually worse when Dave does his updates, so yeah. you're actually lucky today. Yeah. Because we would have threw some. That's true. You guys did we not We haven't thrown me, any curveballs. You didn't give no. me the Dave treatment. like And, and I, look, I've been a part of that as well. I mean, we played Invisible Tennis that one time yeah. right next to Dave. And yeah. Dude's a champ. He got right through it. Yeah. I would have gotten up and slapped you in the middle of the update. Yeah. That's so, I gave you a poor it's, grade it's, today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. You guys are eels. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we go to break. It's part of our job uh, criteria. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've got 10 minutes uh, before we wrap up our two. Um, Mark, I know you wanted to talk a little bit yep. about Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball. These are the two guys that are expected to be the one and two overall picks in this year's upcoming N- NBA draft. And uh, you wanted to just quickly shine some light on uh, which guy you would prefer if the Celtics do end up holding on to that number one pick, or at least the Brooklyn pick, which we think is going to be the number one overall pick. Still no guarantee of that happening, but if it is, which guy would you like to see them go after? Um, I mean, I'm not going to get into too much of the draft side of things. I just want to talk about what the NBA scout said uh, recently, and that that was Markel Fultz's getting bored out there um, just playing basketball, and it is real. I mean, this guy is a true talent. Um, his ball handling skills are insane. Um, I, Isaiah Thomas actually said um, recently before, um, you know, during practice today, um, as it's reported by uh, Slam Magazine, um, that he for sure thinks that um, Markel Fultz is going to be the number one pick. And I don't know if he's just hyping up that pick, but I also think that he, there is validity to it, and there's um, a lot of parity in this league in regards to you know how many guards are combo guards. When you look at Lonzo Ball, he really is like a Steve Nash, Jason Kidd kind of player, like a, a point guard, you know, not really a combo guard that can do both. And Markel Fultz has that total package. He's built like a number one pick. 
Um, you don't really hear too much about like you know the number two and number three guy, but when you know media comes out and says who they think the number one pick's gonna be, you gotta believe that you know fully because. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out, but at the same time, look at LeBron James, look at Kyrie Irving, look at, you know, Derrick Rose when he was picked. He was a phenomenal player with Chicago, mm-hmm. MVP caliber player. And sometimes it doesn't work out like sometimes you get Ben Anthony Simmons. Right. Or well, Simmons, I, I haven't written him off yet. Odin. Played, but, yeah, sometimes you get an Odin. Sometimes you get an Anthony Bennett. But I will Ew, say, I will say that you, you can't shy away from the connection that Isaiah Thomas, where did he play? Where did he play in college? No, I'm no blanking, answers. I'm blanking. Washington. Okay. Markel Fultz. Uh, Washington. Uh, okay. So I think that. Sorry, Isaiah, Isaiah was picked last. That's why I don't know where. Yeah. He was. <laughs> well, I mean, I lo- I know it because I'm an NBA fanatic, but I love I just love basketball. But I think Isaiah Thomas and Markel Fultz could be the tandem with Jalen Brown moving forward, and I think that you know we could definitely see a package of deals where where players leave. Yeah. So there's definitely gonna be because uh, that's way too many guards. Way too so, many. So so you think exactly. So you think that. Markel Fultz will take over as the one with Isaiah as the uh, shooting guard. No, I think Markel Fultz has the ability to play number two. Um, he, but he Isaiah as the point is kind of no. Eh. But yeah, but in today's I think Isaiah NBA, Thomas, yeah, Isaiah Thomas is like as a facilitator is okay. I I, I could see him coming off screens in sort of like a catch and shoot role. Yeah, but my a point is point guard like Markel Fultz. Again, I don't know enough about Fultz, but. I think that that's also something that could work. Well, he's explosive. He's putting up like close to 25 points a game. Uh, I think it's like six or seven assists. So he makes all of his players around him a little better. Not to say that Washington is ranked and UCLA is. Um, but at the end of the day, Markel Fultz has a total package in my eyes. Well, Washington, will will they make the tournament? They might. They might. They uh, might. Because I, I would like to see him in the tournament. Because against that's, ball? No, not against ball, but just in general, oh yeah, just to see how he, he reacts and to bright bright lights because yeah. there's more focus on uh, uh, players' talents in the tournament. But I don't think he shies away. I don't think he shies. Well, away we don't know. Any. I mean, we no, but he plays like top teams, right? I mean, Arizona, you know, of course. The, the thing I mean, is, I go I go back and look at Steph Curry when he went to Davidson yeah. and how he shot, how he looked, and then it took him a few years in the NBA to get going. And you could say that you know Fultz's numbers may be inflated just because right. he doesn't have the talent. He plays on a crap team. Yeah, a crap team. <laughs> but I think you you do have to realize that there is talent from the you know Washington area. Uh, Avery Bradley. You know you can look at um, you know Kevin Kevin Durant played in Seattle, uh, the SuperSonics. So I, I think Seattle is. You know, I don't think Washington's making the tournament. I don't think Washington's making it. <laughs> They're nine and twenty. No, no. But I'm just saying that well, they do play. Oh no! They just played at U- UCLA, but they could win. Yeah, so they so we got our Markel Fultz, Lonzo. Yeah, UCLA up. won by thirty. But they could win. <laughs> no, I'm saying they could win their tournament to get in. Oh. Is that highly unlikely? Yes, of course. <laughs> but it's it's possible that they make it. Um, but yeah, with with Fultz, he's he's a real deal in my eyes. I I think if you have the potential to build around those three guys, like Isaiah Thomas, Fultz, and Jalen Brown. That's a pretty good core. I mean, that's explosive. Um, and, and in today's era of basketball, there's no like point guard shoot. There's no assigned position really anymore. So when you say that, well, you know, who's going to be bringing out the ball? It doesn't matter. It's three guards and two forwards. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. So, and I think there's a lot of players on that roster to be expendable. Um, but I just want to get into Lonzo Ball real quick. Sure. Um, his dad said that he could. You know, easily, you know, fulfill the shoes of what Steph Curry is doing with the Warriors right now, which is full of BS. Um, Lonzo Ball really doesn't have that stroke that Curry has or the handles. It's an ugly ass jump shot. Yeah, I can picture all the puns on on like the New York Post. Yeah. What are the puns? Like, ball is balling. Oh, uh, ball is balling. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think. Give the ball the ball. Yeah, but I, I think you got to take it with, with a grain of salt with Alonzo Ball. I don't think he is really going to be an elite player in the NBA. It's going to be tough. to. I think LeVar Ball is really building him up. And I, I also think teams don't want to draft Ball because of his dad. Well, his dad, has, his dad wants him to go to the Lakers. But his dad has come out, and yeah, of course, because he's from L.A. Right. But, but my point is, like his dad like builds up this, this kid. And if I'm Ball... Uh, Lonzo Ball, I'm pissed because I'm like, Dad, just let me go out and do my thing, perform, and then let 
my my game to the talking. Yeah. Don't be talking before I can even show up in the NBA. Yeah. So 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 you know how the Celtics have always been like screwed by the lottery. Oh, all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what's funny is that um, with this year's lottery, the Celtics mm-hmm. won't be in the room, right? Because bro- it's Brooklyn's pick. It's Brooklyn's pick, yeah. Right, so the Celtics won't it be may, in the room. It may be good luck. May, my, uh, that's why I've been thinking. I've I been like thinking that. It, it might be good luck because they'll – they, they swap they the pick ha- when have, the draft starts. I think starts. they have up to, well, yeah, when the draft starts. Right, they don't straight up own the Brooklyn pick. They have right. the right to swap, unlike right. last year where they straight up owned Brooklyn's pick. Right, so well, that's, it's, a, it's that's probably like a Celtics. good thing in the yeah. Celtics' favor. I mean, th- they're, you obviously, superstitious? Th- they're obviously going to be switching, but... You don't have Tommy Heinsohn sitting at right. the, the podium you anymore. You have no one there. You, you, you have no Celtics there. You're just waiting to hear if, if Brooklyn gets it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I really ag- agree to that but i mean i i think you don't believe in curses i don't believe in curses i don't you don't believe in the madden curse no i don't know for a long time i kind of believed in i that. still I, do i think it's all mental though gronk, gronk yeah, yeah. This past year. i think a lot of it's mental because everybody talks about the madden <laughs> curse so, oh, i'm gonna get injured yeah and then you go get injured <laughs> because you don't stretch before a game or you make a tackle the weird, weird way like you, you gotta you gotta look at it like it's all mental sometimes. Well, don't you think it's uh, it it takes a little mental break on the Celtics that they're not in the room? Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, they I don't agree with they don't that. influence the ping pong balls. It would be different if they could do something where it's just like okay, based on what you do here, you, you can don't give think me Cleveland influenced the balls those those three out of four years. Yeah, you know that that's highly suspicious. <laughs> three, <laughs> three first overall picks in four years. Yeah, they pick Anthony Bennett. Well, yeah, well, they got great Kyrie pick. Irving and Karma. Andrew, yeah, great they, pick. Yeah, but they also got Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins out of it. Yeah, and then they got Wiggins and they shipped, uh, yeah, shipped they Wiggins to Minnesota. They got, yeah, get they got Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Yeah, and Kevin Love's injured right now. He gets yeah. injured yeah, almost every year. but that's not the point. The fact is they got three good picks. And, oh, oh, no, yeah. no, they got two. Or two good picks, I'm sorry, and Anthony Bennett. Good, yeah. for, <laughs> good for them. Good for them. Get, getting Anthony Bennett. Yeah, shove that in your face. They also got Kyrie, though. They, they got Kyrie. And Kyrie's as I've said time and time again, LeBron leaving the Cavs was the best thing that ever happened to them because they well, got he did it on purpose picks. so he could come back. It was part of his plan. Hey, listen, I'm going to leave y'all for a few years. Tank, yep. get some picks. That's exactly they right. They get three first round, first overall picks in four years. That's why I made he a show back. about it. Yep. It was it was all planned from the beginning. Yeah. And, and then bring, like, I'm going to go get my rings. I'll be right back. Two <laughs> years, and then I'll get you a ring. I'll get and, you a ring. And then bring David Blatt in to coach them so that they can sink. Right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that it was, was a was stupid all, it move. It was all choreographed. No, it, it was definitely was chore. Yeah, it was, it was definitely all, all a scheme. Yeah. Um, but I think, like I said, I think the Celtics really have a good chance of getting the number one pick. And if they do get the number one pick, it's going to be Fultz. Now. Go Brooklyn. Really quick before we get to break, I want to talk about the Warriors game. Um, you have like a minute. I, I, I think the Warriors really are a team to beat now because they're down. Mm-hmm. And you got to show them, hey, we beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're not messing around. We're going to come into Oracle Arena, and we're going to show you up. Who do you put Avery on? I put Avery on Steph. Steph. Oh, I put him on Clay. No, I, I think I think Clay. Uh, that's tough. I don't know. I think Clay's more physical. I think Curry's more of a showboaty type of three pointer. So you don't really need to cover him because he'll, really he'll shoot yeah. it. He'll shoot it from whenever anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> from wherever. I, I would put Jay Crowder on Clay, and then I put Avery on Steph. And then I mean, I have we, we don't really Thomas. need to talk about matchups right now for this game, but no. I think overall what you can do is much like against Cleveland, you can make a statement, especially going into Oracle on the road. Yeah, it's huge. Saying like we're in your house, fine. You don't have Kevin Durant. You're still a damn good team. Yep. You basically have the roster that got you to the NBA Finals back to back years. It, it, there is a problem with the Warriors right now, though. They're relying on Kevin Durant way too much. It looks like because looking on it, you know, Kevin Durant moves out of that lineup. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, they're really all falling off. And now it looks like he might be out for the rest of the season, right? It will be rest of the season, possibly. Um, possibly, it's not for sure. The postseason, it's not in question. I think he's going to play, but um, I think at the end of the day, you got to get there. A chance to make a statement. All right, wrapping up hour number two here on the Sports Blast. Don't go anywhere, ESPN New Hampshire.